0: That if I knew what I knew now, I would still be married to my first wife. But now that I do know, that's why we've written this book, because we don't want anybody to go down this path.
1: This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When
0: I say black, y'all say Wall Street, black, Wall Street, black, Wall Street. When
2: I say black, y'all say Wall Street, black, Black.
3: Hello, hello, welcome and thank you for tuning in to this 56th edition of Black Wall Street Today. My name is Danita Hayes and I am the co-owner of Victory Allegiance Realty, happily filling in for our regular guests as she spends time with her little ones. Um, We would like to recognize our show sponsor, Abina Aforo Salon for Natural Hair Care on Princess Anne Road in Norfolk. Today's show is a hodgepodge of entrepreneurship, and we're going to start out with a focus on real estate. Yes, real estate. So that is my passion, as you guys know. Today, I am so honored to be here, and I am going to be... Um, interviewing someone very special to me. His name is Chris Hayes. So for those of you who don't know, that is my husband. Um, He is a mortgage lender for Movement Mortgage. Hello, Chris, and welcome.
2: Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me.
3: So listen, Chris, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Give us a little background, your history.
2: All right. So um, you already mentioned I'm Chris Hayes. I've been in the Lending industry for about 14 or 15 years now. i married, happily married, with um, three beautiful children. Um, and um, that's really about it. we we'll work with Movement Mortgage right now.
3: Okay, and so you've been in the industry for about 14, 15 years. Yeah. So listen, this is a question that I wanted to ask you. What is one of the most daunting questions that you get from first-time homebuyers when it comes to purchasing a home? Like, what are their fears?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. It's really not daunting. It, that's the key word. They're, they're, they're afraid.
3: Gotcha. Okay,
2: and, and I like to debunk that fear. It's nothing to be afraid about because uh, mm-hmm. they listen to the media, and the media tells them, um, but you have to have like 20% down payments and stuff like that, and you actually don't, okay? so But that's the biggest thing, getting over the fear and, and also the credit. They also fear how the credit scores are going to be, um, but you don't have to worry about that as well either. We got programs that we can go down as low as 580 to get you approved for a mortgage
3: wow 580 and so as a first-time home buyer, what are some of the things that you would tell um your first-time homebuyers some things that they some do's and don'ts of so things that they should do and not do when preparing to purchase a home
2: okay one of the big things this may sound um as obvious but it's to pay your bills <laughs> <laughs> pay your bills on time um make sure you're not late with anything. Try not to have any overdraft fees in your in your bank account. Okay. That's, that's critical as well. Uh, because you're trying to get a mortgage and you're saying you're going to be able to pay like, just for example, $1,000 a month. But when we look at your bank statements, you have negative money in your account every single month. So we're yeah. going to want to know, well, how are you going to be able to afford this house? How are you going to be able to pay back this mortgage if you're not able to save any money at all?
3: Gotcha. And so, like, I know a lot of times I hear you use the example of if I was giving you $120,000, right. I would want to make sure you're going to be able to pay me back. Right. So tell us, like, what are some of the things that they would need if they were getting ready to purchase a home, you know, that they should prepare for?
2: Yep, it's pre- really simple stuff. If you're able to provide um, a w- Two, for two years uh, Bank statements for two months um, Some pay stubs for 30 days And, a, and an identification okay. That That is all you need To be able to see if you can get approved for a mortgage Once we find out even if your credit score isn't where it needs to be, I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do in order to get ready to purchase a house.
3: Okay. And you know what? That's one thing that I love about Chris, y'all. Even though, yes, he's my husband, but he's also my lender. He's my preferred lender. That's who I use for um, mostly all of my clients. Um, one of the things that I love about him is that even if we have a client who can't get approved he will give them a plan to show them exactly what they need to do to get approved. So that is amazing. And we actually follow up with our clients when we have those situations. We help them with their credit and everything, things of that nature. Um, one of the other questions I have for you, because, you know, this is Black Wall Street today. And there are a lot of business owners who are listening, a lot of entrepreneurs. And one of the questions we have is as a business owner, because we don't get W-2s, you know, we are self-employed what would we need in order to get approved for a home loan?
2: That's a good question. So for business owners, you just need to have two years of business tax returns. Okay. Okay? And then you would need to do a year-to-date profit and loss statement to show what you've made and what your losses are in your business. But that's it. An ID two years of business tax returns and a profit and loss statement. Pretty simple stuff.
3: Okay. And so the income, though, because I know that a lot of times we try to write everything off, you know, to lessen the blow of the taxes. So talk about that.
2: So it's a couple things with that. So a lot of times the business business owners, they do, they write off a lot for, for tax purposes. And unfortunately, we're going to have to use that income that you show as your bottom line number. However, there are programs that we have where we can do... Um, And I want to get to in detail with it, but you can just use a bank statement for business owners as well. Credit score has to be like around 760 um, in order to do that. So there are ways to get around it, but a lot of times they are going to base everything off of those two years of tax returns.
3: Okay. So tell me, what are some things that you or some advice you would give someone who is thinking about buying a home maybe in another year or so? What's some advice that you would give them so that they can prepare for that? And, you know, I know that there are fees involved there's sometimes down payments depending upon um, what type of program they have but what what advice can you give them to get prepared
2: the biggest thing is make sure i said this earlier pay your bills on time Mm -hmm. that's critical okay you don't want to have any late payments within the last 12 months of the year okay pay your bills on time and try to save some money there is no um exact dollar amount that you need um to save but the more money you have in your account, the better it is for you. It strengthens the, your, your ability to get approved for a mortgage. It makes you a stronger borrower. So save some money and also make sure you pay your bills on time. Those are key.
3: Okay, great. And so um, I know that a lot of times people come to you all the time uh, with questions about credit. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest questions I get, even as a real estate agent, is bankruptcy. Okay. If I've had a bankruptcy... Is that the end-all be-all? Will I ever be able to purchase a home?
2: Well, let me first preface this by saying I'm not a credit expert, okay? okay? But, no, if you have a bankruptcy, it's not the end-all be-all, okay? Depending on which um, bankruptcy you filed, um, in some cases, you can be able to purchase a house after one year, or either two years. And then once you do that, just make sure you reestablish your credit, and nothing. Make sure nothing is late again on your credit. But just reestablish yourself. But it's not a once you have the bankruptcy, it cleans everything off. You get the opportunity to start over. And in a lot of cases, that's the best thing that can happen for you.
3: Gotcha. Do you know, can you talk about some of the programs that are available for first-time homebuyers?
2: Yeah, there is a first-time homebuyer program. Um, It's it's a VHDA program where um, you have to have at least a 640 credit score. Okay. And this program you can have without having to do a down payment. Because a lot of times people say you need 20% or 15% down payment. You don't have to do that on this program. So 640 credit score, 100% financing. That's That's a blessing.
3: Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So Chris, let me just ask you this. When you are dealing with um, people who may have owned a home before and then they want to sell that home or possibly rent it out and buy another home. I know a lot of people don't really understand how that works as far as the financing goes. Okay. So let's say I wanted to rent my home out. I still want to keep my home. How am I able to be able to qualify to purchase
2: another home. Yeah, and you can definitely still do that. If you wanted to rent out the house that you're currently living in, uh-huh. we'll just take what you're going to rent the house out for and basically that'll cover the mortgage that you're currently paying for that house. Okay? So it's like you get a credit it, for yes. it? I guess you can say okay. it as, as if it's a credit. But if your mortgage is a, a $1,000 and you're going to then charge the new person to live there like 1300 We'll take a portion of that 1300 to take to make sure it covers the $1,000 payment that you have, and then you'll just basically qualify for the new mortgage on your own as if you don't even have that house anymore.
3: Okay, okay. You have to
2: do a down payment if you do that, though. So the down payment can range anywhere from 3% all the way up to 20%.
3: Okay. So tell me, what are some of the pitfalls that you see, like, um, or some of the mistakes that people make, especially first-time homebuyers, like, when they're going through the process What's some of the things you can think of that causes them maybe not to get to the closing table?
2: Yeah, the biggest thing is a lot of times we always I've said this maybe two or three times today. Okay, sometimes when I pull your credit, a lot of those items are not on your credit report immediately. I take like a car, for example, if you go get a car, a lot of times the car dealership don't put it on your credit until maybe two to three months down the road. Mm -hmm. So once we review your credit and you notice that that car payment is not up there, you need to let me know that. Because we're going to take another look at your credit before the closing um, happens. Okay. And then that car may appear. The problem is I just approved you based off of not having a car. And then once we get that new liability, that may cause you not to be able to get approved for the mortgage.
3: Okay. Um, I know I ran into a situation before where I had a client who had these large cash deposits. Yeah. That they were depositing into their bank account. Yeah. And it just was a mess. Yeah. So talk to us about that. They don't understand yeah. why you guys are asking for bank statements. Yeah. And just explain that to them. Because I think a lot of times if we have a better explanation of why we're doing certain things, the expectation is there. And then they can actually... Go, It'll
2: go smoother. Yeah. The thing with my industry, cash deposits are, are like a bad word. We don't want to use those. Okay. okay? Um, the thing is, we cannot source where that money came from. Okay? So a lot of times, just for a quick example, if you need $2,000 to close on your house, we get your bank statements and we notice that you have a $1,000 cash deposit. We have to now back that $1,000 cash deposit out because we can't use it because we don't know where the money came from. It's illegal for me to give you the money. So we have to be able to know where that money came from in order for you to use it for your purchase.
1: Okay,
3: gotcha. Well, I appreciate you for coming on today. Listen, tell everybody how how they can get in touch with you.
2: Yeah, really, really easy. It's Chris Hayes, but my phone number is 757-328-4284. Or you can simply just click on the link of Um, www.movement.com forward slash chris.hayes and everything will come directly to me
3: and they can follow you on Facebook at Chris Hayes Hayes. and guys guess what we always go live every Wednesday night me and Chris Hayes from my Facebook page Danita Hayes Um, just answering any questions you have about real estate any questions you have about financing credit um, we go live every Wednesday night so we'll be live tonight from my page Danita Hayes um, and so, again, we just want to thank you, Chris, Thanks for, um, for coming you. on. Right, just one last thing before we go: um, What advice would you give um, to anyone who is an investor who wants to possibly um, get into real estate investing, and they need financing? Do you guys also do that?
2: We do. A lot of companies have investors have to use about twenty to twenty-five percent. The great thing with us, you only have to use, you only have to do a fifteen percent down payment. And that's remarkable. Not a lot of companies doing that. Okay. Yep.
3: Awesome. Awesome. And where is Movement Mortgage located?
2: All right. My location is in Virginia Beach, Virginia.
3: Okay. Awesome. So guys, listen, you got the information. You have any more questions about real estate financing, please reach out to Chris Hayes. Again, we will be live tonight on Facebook. If you are on Facebook, you have any other questions, just... Tune in, send us your questions, and we will answer them live on Facebook this evening. So we're super excited. Um, today is going to be an awesome, awesome show. We've got some awesome guests coming up, Mr. Gary McCullum, as well as Nicole Vincent. And we're going to get into that just a little bit later on everything that they've got going on. Mr. Gary McCollum just wrote a book And it is an awesome book, and he's going to talk to us about that today. So, listen, don't leave us. Stay tuned because we've got some great guests that are coming up this evening.
2: Excellence is being able to perform at a high level for a long period of time. The next level success is just a step away. Stay tuned. Black Wall Street Today will be right back after a word from our underwriting sponsors.
3: When the conversation is good and the friends are even better, you'll find a wine that brings it all together. Shoe Crazy Wine. Remember that name. Shoe Crazy Wine. Available at Costco, Kroger, and these other fine retailers. And now, more Black Wall Street
2: Today with Blair Durham on Smooth 88.1 WHOV.
3: All right, welcome back to this 56th edition of Black Wall Street Today. I am Danita Hayes, guest host, co-owner of Victory Allegiance Realty. And my business partner, Dominic, just came in and he is gonna be helping me co-host today. I'm sponsored by Abina, a 4-0 Salon for natural hair care. It's time for the hashtag add this to the list, and we want to introduce Nicole Vincent. She is the founder and CEO of Moms Need Help 2 LLC, a mommy concierge service that redefines the post-birth experience by personalizing care for both baby and mother in the comfort of their own home. Nicole developed her business to create custom support plans for mothers with three levels of assistance, sitter, nanny, and lifestyle manager. More than just a babysitting service, Moms Need Help 2 LLC is a complete, full-service, one-stop shop to assist mothers in being able to fully bond with their newborn babies without having to experience the stressors that come with new motherhood. Nicole, welcome to the show. So excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Nicole, we're so excited that you are joining us um, today and we're excited what you do for the community. So what is one thing that you always knew that you wanted to do when you grew up?
1: Wow, um, that's, that's um, well, I always wanted to be a mother. I did, you know, um, my mom, she is, she's so strong, you know, so I, I admired that by my mom. She was a single parent. So, you know, it's kind of like and then plus, I just loved being around other little ones. And, you know, my sister, you know, we're four years apart, but I'm the eldest. Um, so anyway, um, at that time, just watching my mom groom us and, and to show us the way and just her leadership made me want to, to duplicate or replicate that.
3: Yeah, so that's what exactly, that's what made you want to um, start your business. I mean, that's like a very unique business, I think, and a lot of moms could use it. One of the things I think I was reading is that you do lifestyle manager. Tell me about that, because I may need your services for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Basically, our lifestyle manager packages are the the ones that actually go into mom's home as she's transitioning from childbirth. So basically, um, how... I started the company five years ago. We just turned five. Um, it's because of my own experiences. Um, my husband is not from here. I'm not from here either. I'm from Philadelphia. So therefore, um, after the birth of a now six-year-old, we still had two school-age children that needed to go to and fro school, had things, you know, I'm trying to hold down a fort at home. My husband had to, you know, of course, you know, be you know uh, make the money to support us. Um, so for me, I, I fell into a very dark place, mm. depression, um, because it was just it was very overwhelming. Um, and from there, that's how Moms we, not, Moms Need Help Too was born because of my experiences. It mm. was it was really rough. Um, so my biggest thing is to help moms um, not only as they transition, but just through life. Mm. So basically, we can help moms from before they give birth. Up to the time, they become empty nesters. Yeah, because I was just saying, you
3: know, a lot of times moms try to do it all. Yes. And for some reason, there's this stigma that you have to be superwoman. Yes. And so um, to see your business, because I was reading over it today, looking at your bio, I was just like, this is something that's really needed um, in the community. And a lot of women can definitely um, benefit from it. So, what are some of the other offerings that your company has, and do you host any events for moms?
1: Yes. So, basically, the other, um, we, we, we have so many different um, um, programs or um, packages that we offer. So, we do sitters, nannies, lifestyle managers. We actually can travel with parents. Um, we have hotel and resort sitters, so a lot of times if parents want to go to, let's say, the beachfront and stay, and you know, then maybe during the day to do some family things, and in the evening, let's say, they're like, well, I wish we can get out. You can with our help. So basically, we help um, the parents in the hotel room with their children as mom and dad needs to, to venture out. Um, and then we also, we actually just had... Um, events this past, um, this past summer, the end of the summer. Um, we're looking to do more events, um, because my biggest thing is to promote not only, um, the awareness of depression, because of that, there's a stigma on that as well. A lot of, a lot of individuals, um, are afraid to step up and say like, I'm hurting, you know, it's, you know, um, and for me, I just thank God that He placed me on this platform to be able to remain transparent to my families. Because as I sit here today, you know, I'm one in seven. I'm one of the the women that actually battle depression today. You know, but I don't let it define me. You see what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I wanted, and my biggest thing is um, doing God's work and actually helping other moms. You know, from where I started to get to possibly where I am now and and beyond. So it's just all about recreating that authentic village.
2: This is really a divine moment. Because um, I had this conversation with my wife this morning. Well, late last night. Right. Right. And me, know we have three young girls. So me noticing, you know, the stress that comes with right. work and being a mother, being a wife. Right. Absolutely. And so I wanted to say, okay, what can I do to take some of the load off? Right. right. Now I can just say, I got in the cold. Yep. Give
1: us a call. <laughs> and we're a, little, we're a little different though than you're like, you know, sittercity.com or whatnot. Okay. Um, so basically our process is a little different. We actually meet moms and dads for a consultation first where I can connect with moms and dads and the children. Um, the second meet is when you meet your caregiver, um, whatever package you signed up for. We all come into your home with a portfolio. Okay, and this portfolio has all our credentials, our accolades. We're all vetted and, and certified. So you'll be able to see that as well, as well as any kind of recommendation letters and numbers. So therefore, because I can sit here all day and tell you what kind of licensures I have, but it, it could have been like from eight years ago that I didn't even refresh, mm-hmm. you know? So for me, I'm a, I'm a different par- parent. I'm a little visual. Um, so we're, so I'll, I'd love to be able to um, meet mom's needs, not only, you know, just to ease her mind as well. Okay, so um, would you have, like, references
3: references for all of your um, staff, like if the parents wanted a reference?
1: Absolutely. Okay. Yep, that's all in that portfolio, um, as well as any kind of numbers, you know, reference numbers. So if the parents want to just, you know, call them the references themselves, they, they're more than welcome to do so.
3: Can you um, just kind of give us a rundown of some of the different packages
1: that you offer? Right, so basically, so we have sitters. Nannies, lifestyle managers. We have travel sitters. Um, we have overnight, you know, um, sitters as well. Um, and we have event sitters and um, the resort sitters, hotel and resort sitters as well.
2: Do you all have a website?
1: Yes, and we do. How can you be reached? Absolutely. Our phone number is 757-504-0511. Again, that's 757-504-0511. And our website is www.momsneedhelp2, which is T-O-O-L-L-C.com. And one more thing um,
3: before we go. Or did you have another question? (laughs) Yeah, I did. Oh, go ahead. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I was just going to mention for those of you that's looking to come to the gala um, it would be great for them to reach out to you because they can come enjoy the gala right? Absolutely. and have someone to watch the children while they're enjoying the evening
1: absolutely absolutely. even if um, I don't know um, if it's too late but I mean because we can also have the care on site with our event sitters as well gotcha so. so
3: what I wanted to do is just for you just to give if there's a new mom out there who may be experiencing some of the symptoms of depression you know after they've had the baby can you just give them some advice what is something that you can just help them with you know to let them know that it's okay you're not alone and what advice would you give them since you've been through it before as a mom and as a woman
1: don't be afraid to speak up Um, stand firm in who you are and knowing that you are human (laughs) Um, and also to, um, reach out to whether it be, um, organizations like myself, because we actually can put you in contact with counselors, um, where they can just, it's a simple phone call you can make, um, and you can actually voice and just let them know what's going on, um, how your day-to-day life looks like, how you feel at that moment. Um, so, um, but just don't be afraid to speak up is my biggest thing, and, and it's okay, um, and, you know, even if they need to speak to me, you know, I, I'm, my phone, our phone, 757 504 is always open. Gotcha. 24-7. What
2: advice would you give to that husband? I know this is the last question I have for you. Yeah. For the husband that's finding it difficult to understand the emotions wow. of his wife.
1: Wow. Um, listen. Be that listener. Um, Because, you know, sometimes even for myself... At the time When I was going through it At first I thought I was like You know I just needed a nap Like I was just Having a bad day You know Maybe I just need A fresh cup of coffee Or two It makes my You know It makes me feel better Um For husbands I just always say You know You know Just be that listener For your Your Your, your wife Um and also, too, because I know my husband sometimes, he's a, he was in the military, so he's kind of like that militant, like, just shake it off. It'll be all right, you know. You know what I'm saying? Go work out real quick. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes, you know, we need a little bit more than that, um, just to use a little bit more compassion.
3: Okay, so what are... And I don't mean to get all into this, no, but I am i mean, I'm a woman uh, and I'm pretty sure there are other women who are out there listening. What were some of the symptoms that maybe you experienced or some of your clients experienced so that they know,
1: okay, this is depression or this is postpartum depression? Um, luckily, by the grace of God, it wasn't to the point where I had any kind of suicidal thoughts. Um, for me... Um, Honestly, I mean, I always made sure that the, the children were kept, but for myself, I was like, nah, I'm good. You know what I mean? So I, you know, um, whether it be eating, even down to putting, you know, fresh clothes on, um, I cried all the time. Mm. Breastfeeding, I cried. Washing the dishes, I just started crying. Um, watching, I don't know, the Disney Channel with my little ones, just cri- just cried, uh, and I couldn't stop. Mm.
3: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for opening up and talking to us about this topic. I mean, I think it's something that's very well needed in the community. Um, A lot of women aren't educated about it. They may be going through this and don't really know, like, what's going on. A lot of times they just say, you know, the doctor just may say it's hormonal, hormonal changes. And so... Um, Thanks for being transparent with us about that topic. Absolutely. And again, go ahead and give them your information one more time so that they will definitely have it if anybody needs to reach out to you. Absolutely.
1: Um, Our direct number is 757-504-0511. Again, it's 757-504-0511. Thank
3: you so much, Nicole. So I'm just going to go ahead and go through a few announcements before we get to our next guest. On this Thursday, October 24th, all roads lead to focus on finance. Focus on funding our semi-annual conference in partnership with the city of Norfolk. Get your business ready to scale. Learn small business accounting hacks with CPA Clarence Harris Jr., Then visit with eight different funding sources during our resource panel from venture capitalists to angel investing and everything in between. That's this Thursday, October 24th at the Jordan Newbie Library in Norfolk. Visit our Facebook page at Black Brand Biz for more information on this free event. Breakfast and lunch included and registration is a must place an ad in Black Brands 2020 Black Business Directory. Over 500 copies will be distributed during Black Diamond Weekend To place your ad, visit blackdiamondweekend2019.eventbrite.com and make sure you get your tickets, your event tickets for the Black Diamond Weekend. And once again, we want to also announce again our sixth annual toy drive, excuse me, and Christmas gala, which is coming up on December the 6th. At The Hub 757 from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m., it's going to be a night of royalty. We do have some uh, sponsorships available for business owners and entrepreneurs. Tickets are $50, and the proceeds are being donated to two nonprofit organizations. One is Hearts Full of Grace, which is a nonprofit that assists families who are experiencing homelessness. And the other one is...
2: Light like Mind mentoring, um, nonprofit organization that mentor young men in the city of Suffolk and surrounding areas. And so we're so excited for the opportunity to be able to give back to these two dynamic nonprofit organizations.
3: Yes, yes, yes. So we are super excited, guys. So make sure um, you get your tickets because, again, the ticket sales are being donated to those two nonprofits. They depend on us every year for those donations so that those kids can have a great Christmas. If you need to get tickets, you can go to vargala.eventbrite.com. It is going to be a night of royalty. Get dressed Get on the red carpet, take beautiful pictures, have some time to wine and dine yourselves. It's going to be an awesome, awesome time. So today we are excited. We're going to be talking to our third and final guest Mr. Gary McCullum, Um, He is just such an awesome person Um, He does so much for the community Also a member of Black Brand I had the pleasure of meeting him At one of the Black Brand meetings Um, And so when we get back um, From our next break We are going to be talking to him um, About his new book That has just come out And we're excited to talk about it Um, Dominic, did you have anything else You wanted to uh, talk about?
2: I'm ready to talk about this new book. (laughs) So uh, once we get back from the break, you all, I'm so excited uh, for our next guest. And just speaking with them earlier, it was just, you know, just a blessing. So you all make sure you all stay tuned. Um, Invite a friend. Tell them to turn to 88.1 so they can listen to this great man talk about this great book. Yes,
3: yes. Exciting. So guys, don't... Leave us Make sure you stay tuned Um, We will be right back With the Mr. Gary McCollum Um Mr. McCollum is from Richmond, Virginia, Richmond, Richmond, Richmond. Yes. Um, I was actually seeing that one of my Facebook friends when I posted the flyer, he said, I went to high school uh, with uh, Mr. McCollum in um, Richmond. So that's how I knew that you were from um, Richmond, Virginia. And he has made his way down here to Hampton Roads area. Um, How long have you been in the area?
0: Uh, since 2006
3: Okay, and I've awesome. had the
0: pleasure of living all over Virginia Yes, and yes, Maybe we awesome. can chat about that as well
3: Yeah, so guys, tune in When we come back We will be um, speaking to Mr. McCollum He's going to go into more detail about his book And just letting us know all about it And how we'll be able to get it
2: Alright, Gary McCollum is also the author of the newly published book I Still Do seven keys for getting and staying married. In his writing, Gary McCullum uses the insight he gained from his first failed marriage, along with the successes of his current 26-year marriage, to delivering straightforward and soul-stirring counsel on how you, too, can navigate the twists, turns, and temptations modern couples face today. So, Gary, what a dynamic career. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks <laughs> for the
0: opportunity to chat about the book. Um, I'm, I'm now an author, so that's still kind of um, neat to be able to say that. But something to add to your pedigree, huh? But as I as I say in the book, I'm a I'm a husband first. I'm a father, a businessman, a minister, and. Um, you know, people would ask me, and my wife, I have to give her a shout out. Cookie. She's listening uh, over in Virginia Beach, so honey, I love you. Um, but people would ask us, you know, you guys have such a great marriage, you have such a great marriage. But see, I firmly believe that we overcome by not only what Christ did, the blood mm-hmm. of the Lamb, but we overcome by the word of our testimony. And the testimony was, is that I did it wrong the first time. Mm. I got married when I was 20 years old I was a junior in college at JMU And I didn't have a clue about what a marriage was And that's what we talk about in the book uh, What I learned in that first failed marriage And guys will get upset at me Because I always say, you showed me a divorce I'll show you a guy who did not know what he was doing Wow uh, And, and people Hold on, say, say that one more time, okay, Gary Come on, come like, on, Gary, say that one more time You, you say showed that one me a divorce time. I'll show wow. you a guy who did not know what he was doing and, and wow. I say that, you know, and I have guys, they, they come to me and they say, well, no, 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 you, you didn't know my wife. I said, well, I don't need to know her. I, I know what the word of God says, is that we're, we're supposed to be first as mm-hmm. husbands. I'm not first in the sense that we're better. You know, the appetizer is not any better than the main meal. It's just that there's an order. Adam became before Eve. And so being first in that house doesn't mean you're beating your chest and saying, you listen to me and do what I say. Being first is, the, is you set the atmosphere. That That's house. right. That's right. You know, you're the first to say, I'm sorry. That's You're the first right. to say I was wrong. You're the first to uh, to to show and demonstrate servant leadership in the home, and that's what I didn't know the first time. Mm. And and God, we serve a God of a God of a second chance. That's right. And I met my wife, uh, you know, 1989, September uh, 29th, 1989, at about 10 o'clock. And he still remembers. Uh, I still remember that day I met her, and, uh, and we've been together for. We were married three years later. We've been married, uh, God willing. 27 years on December 26th. And so we talk about, in these seven keys, mm. what this is all about. How, how The reason the book is I Still Do is because we believe that every day you have to say that. You said I do on the wedding day,
2: but every day you have to get up and say, that's awesome. I still do. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's great inspiration there. So why do you think so many um, couples don't stay together? As we talk about it in the book, Uh,
0: I had a pastor many years ago who told me that people get married for three wrong reasons. They get married for sex, they get married for money, and they get married for convenience. And then they get divorced for three reasons. Sex, money, and convenience. Wow. The, The sex gets boring, the money gets strange, and it's just more convenient for me to be with somebody else. And so what we talk about in the book is, those are clearly the wrong reasons. What is the right reason? And so we think this book clearly is a great premarital tool we think premarital counseling is absolutely important. You need to go into that, not like you're buying the cake or picking yeah. out the wedding venue, but you got you to gotta go into that premarital uh, counseling, not even with your mind made up as to whether you're going to get married. You're actually going into that counseling, deciding, should I be married to this person? And you're not making that decision until you complete that counseling. That's that's awesome. So, so that's the yeah. So for a husband reading this book, what does what does he get out of the book? I think he he understands what his preeminent role is. Your preeminent role is not what you. Uh, it's not your paycheck. Hmm. It's not your um, you know being a father. It, it's not. Uh, it, it's not. It's it's your preeminent role is being a husband. Mm. That's the pre- Matter of fact We talk about how Because Cookie and I We, we struggled with infertility we, we were married for 20 years Before our beautiful daughter Ruth was born Wow And we have met a lot of couples Who struggled with infertility And the marriage ended Because of that And so what we talk about Is that The husband and the wife They are the family In fact you can look at it like the children are not even a part of the family. They're they're the beginning of the next family. They, that's why they call them offspring because they're going to grow up and and they're going to spring off and start their own thing. But you and that and that you know that husband and wife that really is the family. So to your question about the husband, um, love your wife, love your wife, and with all what that means in terms of loving your wife, it's interesting that the Bible doesn't tell the wife to love her husband. He, he, see, see, the fertilizer is the love. You know, women are, our wives are life givers. They give life to things. You know, you've heard the adage that, you know, we can get a home, uh, get a house, but, uh, you know, how do you make it a home? She makes it a home. Well, we, we have to love our wives in every possible way.
3: So, what do you think? I mean, in this society now, in this generation, you see a lot of people getting divorced. Why do you think that? What do you think is the main cause for people giving up so quickly when it comes to marriage?
0: Well, we talk about what a marriage is, and I think um, we have this uh, fairy tale image of what a marriage is—that mm-hmm. that, it's supposed to be this every day is sunshine, um, honey, it's great, uh, you know, loving and no arguments—and and that's just not what it is. I mean, let's think about this for a second: a husband and wife uh it is the most unique relationship there is. It's not like a sibling relationship. it's not like a business relationship. I mean I talk about it in the book I mean your your partner, your wife, your husband is the Dj is your uh, uh your uh, designer, your uh, decorator, your I mean your lover your I mean all of those roles. and so if you're having all those roles, all those relationships, Isn't it unrealistic to think that you're never going to be in an argument? Yeah. You are. But the issue is, when you say this in the book, expect hard times. Expect tough times. Expect that things are not going to go well every single day. And what happens to your question, uh, why do people give up, why do they quit, is because they think that they're the only ones going through that. Mm-hmm. Well, our marriage must be a failure because we argue all the time. We, it, no, that's just part of being... Mad. And I'm not talking about an abusive situation because yeah, we I talk know. about that in the book because um, no one should stay in that, those kind of relationships. But we get divorced over toothpaste.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: we get divorced over yeah. <laughs> stuff that, that at the end of the day, that's just part of being married. And, and, and I think the other thing we make, we make a point in the book is um, well, who created this institution? God created the institution yeah. of marriage. This is not a man-made thing. Matter of fact, the, the 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 institution of marriage was created before the church. And so here you have two people, Man, hold on, hold on. two people.
2: Two hold people. on, slow it down, yeah. Gary. Hold on, hon. go go back. Yeah, go 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 back because you you said something that was very powerful there. Yeah, say that one more time. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm saying that we have an institution that was created by Absolutely. God. Before the church Because Absolutely. Adam and Eve Let's talk This is two people And so And so we, we had These two people Who are one Absolutely. The two shall become one Yeah And And we, we somehow think That because we have Tough times That we're going to Throw in the towel No he, he, Here's the issue A marriage is a, a union between Two imperfect people But you didn't make The commitment to each other You made the commitment to a perfect God. That's right. God didn't quit on you,
2: so don't quit on him. So, here's another question for you, because um, the title of the book, You All, by Gary McCullum, is I Still Do. How do you keep it hot, Gary? How do you keep it hot? How do you keep it hot?
0: Yeah. I, I, I Again, I think it starts with, with the husband. I think we have to be the ones to all... And I talk about this in the book. You know, I... I don't ever. My wife is not. cookie's not jealous at all. But I don't even play around with. Uh, you know how some guys can be. Well, this is my my work wife, and this is my. You know, this is my. You know, they they joke that they may have relationships yeah. with other people. I don't even play that because y- you you never know. That's right. That's right. You know, and we talk about some stories in here where I was just being nice, and someone else took it completely the wrong way. And so you just don't you don't play around with that with regard to the relationship between. Let nothing come between That's you good. and your husband, you and your wife. Let nothing. And and what I mean by that is nothing could even means the children, because children, particularly you know, if you're in a uh, you know the children are not uh, uh, blood related to one of the uh, husband blend and wife, family, you yeah. can you can have issues, and we talk about all of that in the book. I mean, the key thing is husbands love your wife. And don't
2: quit and don't quit don't quit you all heard that don't quitting is not an option it, It's not because here's the here's the thing the Bible
0: talks about how God hates divorce. well why does he hate divorce? He hates divorces because it 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 has a multi-generational impact mm. and what I mean by that is we don't look at the fact that that child is gonna one day God willing be somebody's, Great, great grandfather, that child, and so what that child actually sees mm. in that divorce or experiences in in that divorce is something that will have multi generational impact. And so we selfishly throw it away, never thinking about well, what impact is this going to have on that child?
2: Yeah, and, and that and,
0: child's child,
2: and and again, the yeah. And one of the things that I'm looking forward to read this book because for those of you that are listening and saying, well. He doesn't know my story Um, For those of you Just tuning in He started out with His first marriage failed Yes So this is not a guy That's talking down On individuals that were divorced Because you were divorced I told
0: Matter of fact I was uh, my, my first wife is a, a pastor in a church in Petersburg, a uh, Christian uh, uh, tabernacle. Her and her husband are uh, co-pastors at this church and they invited us to preach this Sunday. So we were up there the whole all of us. And and I had members of his congregation coming up to me saying, "How is it that you how, how this doesn't make sense to me. And I said, well, one, with the Holy Spirit, you can do anything because right. he brings unity. I say, but the other thing is, and I say this dedication in the book, I dedicated, one of the uh, dedications in the book was to my first wife's mother, my first mother-in-law. And I said, I dedicate this book to you because I'm apologizing for not being the husband that your daughter deserved. Wow. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't. And I and I told uh, I've told my f- current wife, I've told my first wife, that if I knew what I knew now, I would still be married to my first wife. But I didn't know. But now that I do know, that's why we've written this book, because we don't want anybody to go down this path. Awesome. Well, you all,
2: um, we're going to go to a quick break, but we're going to come back, and we're going to allow Gary to share with you how you can get a copy of the book and some other platforms that he have for couples in the area. So make sure you stay tuned and tell a friend. Tune in to
0: 88.1. The biggest financial asset that you have going for you by miles is the value of your own earning power over the years.
2: If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. More important business insights are on the way. Stay locked in. Black Wall Street Today will be right back after these messages. Peace. I'm your brother Crump.
0: I have a new podcast called Snatched. Sorry, you're about to get snatched. It's the best of my YouTube channel, from TV. You're
3: to no, the Snatched podcast
0: in audio mastered format. Snatch and run on Blueberry, Android, the Edgy Podcast, Stitcher, Digital Podcast, and Speaker.
3: Ever experienced what snatching is like?
2: And now, more Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham on Smooth 88.1 WHOV.
3: All right, guys. We are back, and we are still here with Mr. Gary McCollum. Um, before we go, though, we just want to find out, Mr. McCullum, how can we get that book?
0: It's it's easy. You can go to I Still Do, the number seven, keys, K-E-Y-S, dot com. I Still Do, the number seven, K-E-Y-S dot com.
3: So you guys, you heard it here. Mr. McCullum was just dropping some golden nuggets here for married couples. I'm excited about this book. I'm going to get my copy today. And um, hopefully he'll be doing some conferences later on, you know, throughout in the future for married couples.
0: Well, we we clearly are gonna do that, uh, but the main thing is, is someone said, well, how do I do this? How do I do this?" There's no instruction manual. There is an instruction manual uh, for marriage, and that is, it's not just this book, but it's in the Word of God.
1: That's right. You know, Amen.
0: husbands, let your wife see you praying. Let let them see you reading God's Word. Uh, trust me, it'll it'll work in your marriage. Amen.
3: I love that. So listen, guys, today, Dominic Epps and I, Danita Hayes, we are the co-owners of Victory Allegiance Realty. We were sitting in for the beautiful Blair Durham while she is spending time with her little ones. Um, She will be back next month. It was a pleasure and an honor to sit in for her today to co-host the show. Stay with us online at. Black Wall Street
2: when I say black you say Wall Street black black when I say black you say Wall Street black black when I say black you say Wall Street black black uh black Wall Street black Wall Street
1: Phenomenal.